0: Hey everybody, Cole here. Just before the episode starts, I had some audio issues recording that day with Kelly, so you'll hear me with have this sort of robotic voice throughout the entire recording. Apologies for that. It won't be present in the next episode. On today's episode, I'm joined by Kelly over from Neo Royal House of Pricy Cardboard to talk about Sir Conrad, easily the most busted, uncommon black commander seen printed yet. another episode of Uncommon Commanders. I'm your host Cole, also known as Eclipse Meteor, and today I'm joined by Kelly, um also, also known as Davy Davy Jones 1. No. Uh, no, Davy 1 Jones.
1: <laughs> Davy F Jones, just go. Okay, Davy F
0: Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and she's from the Neo Royal 80 AD, h uh YouTube channel. Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. And you? I'm Doing a lot better, actually, today. <laughs> COVID, COVID shot wonkiness now, I'm I'm actually feeling a lot better. Um, so, as a self-professed monoblack player, I felt it was important to reach out to you to talk about one of the, questionably, the most busted, uncommon legend from Eldraine and probably period. Uh, we're going to talk about Sir Conrad the Grim um to to those who don't know and have not had the privilege of being on the receiving end of it uh sir conrad the grim is a double black and three human knight that's a five four um whenever another creature dies or a creature card is put into the graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield or a creature card leaves your graveyard sir conrad the grim deals one damage to each opponent and his other ability is one and black each player puts the top card of their library into their graveyard so there's a lot to unpack about this guy. Uh, I swear if he was holding a... Um, oh, what's the card I'm thinking of? It's from Innistrad. Like, this guy looks like he's from Innistrad. Yeah. J- just period. Is. He's holding a Ghoul Caller's Bell, and you thought the night was over in Innistrad, but this guy shows up. But surprise, you're not in Innistrad. You're in <laughs> Um, This... Oh, boy we are our, our, our pre-show conversation had already we we kind of went back and forth of all right so uh so whenever another creature dies okay that's that's easy that's simple to do um whenever a creature card is put into a graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield uh okay that's 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 a little crazy uh whenever a creature card leaves your graveyard re- okay uh sir conrad the Grim deals one damage to each opponent. Not life loss, not a drain effect, but just actual damage.
1: What is going on? <laughs> a lot of stuff. A we lot of stuff. stuff.
0: Um, we So I, I, I built my deck initially when Eldraine came out as a, mil, a group mill deck. Um, and I, I believe you've told me that you also built it as a mill deck.
1: Yes, at first yes. But now
0: it's um, you said it's more of a uh, board YP uh, aristocrat style deck, correct?
1: Yes, aristocrats, attrition, sacrifice, like everything dies all the time, basically.
0: <laughs> and people and people are like, "Oh, creatures are bad in commander." It's like, well, I don't think you've met Sir Conrad.
1: <laughs> and oh,
0: man, I mean, I, I I absolutely adore this card. It's absolutely nuts when you look at the other sirs. That isn't Sir Quinn of the same of like the same cycle, like you feel bad. This card this this card does so much at 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 an uncommon rarity. <laughs> and we're like alright, you say have Sir Eleonora. Okay. You have Sir Kara. Alright, that's a little bit better. Sir Farron? Hmm. No, no. Alright, Sir Conrad, boom. Okay, everyone dies. Scoop up the table, next game. <laughs> um the, there's there's so many strategies that synergize with Sir Conrad. You could play a board wipe, which, all right, that kills may, might kill Sir Conrad, but because you could bring him back, uh, you might be able to give him a one time, uh, one time spell effect of protection. But he still sees every creature in play dying, which means Sir Conrad triggers, X many times. That's another thing I want to point out, um, because. As commander has gotten more popular, and as design in in core sets have changed, I've noticed that the phrasing of effects has also changed. From whenever this thing occurs, it's now been changed to it's whenever this happens once or more times, and you can only do the effect once. Sir Conrad says, N- "Okay, we'll just do it for everything." Yeah. There's no limit. Um, I, uh, for example, I play. I play a Quintorious uh Quintorious deck from Strixhaven and his ability is whenever you remove a card from your graveyard one or more times or it counts as a single instance you only make a 3/2 spirit Sir Conrad just says every any anything dies anything blinks everyone suffers Oh yeah It's it's pretty ridiculous Um so you, you and I shared each other our, our lists some some things are up to date and some things are not um, but I, I, I guess one of the things I really want to s- start comparing is that like we, we've built Sir Conrad to be very proactive there's no room it, there's no room for instance there's no room for hesitation we have to play our hands and commit
1: Yes exactly how I, how I built my deck, either when it was a mill deck or now, like, Sacrifice Effect, it's more like a time bomb. Like, there's stuff, I'm building my, my board, and if someone tries to remove something, I just pull the plug and see if you're still alive. <laughs>
0: and um,
1: the amount of pieces
0: you need for Sir Conrad to really go off is surprisingly not many. It,
1: yeah, it's uh, minimal.
0: I mean, you just, uh, right at the top of the list um uh, uh you just my crank uh <laughs> <At
1: the top. laughs> just yeah
0: pun like, inten- intended yes
1: yes my crank a stack outlet a board like your opponent's board full of creatures and your board with the tokens or creatures or whatever and let's go we'll see we'll see we'll what happens we'll see what it does <laughs>
0: I I know there are some people, and and maybe if you look on EDH Rec or even just read some people's uh, deck primers, everyone's like, all right, so you put you, put... <laughs> oh boy, you put Minecrank in and you play Virulent Swipe and you scoop up the game, and sure, okay, you could do that because you only need to hit ten, you only need to tick Sir Conrad ten times, and and that's it. Um, but there's something so fun about pulling the trigger with the Minecrank out and just seeing what happens.
1: Seeing the horror in the eyes of your (laughs) opponents when they see their life total go down and down and down.
0: (laughs) So um, for for those who don't know, Minecrank is a two-mana artifact that says whenever an opponent loses life, that player puts that many cards from the top of his or her library into their graveyard. Now loses life pretty easy but sir conrad also does damage which i i to this day will never understand or get over but um one of the neat things is if you activate sir conrad's ability of putting each player's top card in the graveyard you have theoretically a i don't know the statistics and no one no one bug me about it um but you have at least a one in four chance of the top card being a creature and uh at that Depending
1: point, on the decks at the table, and, yeah,
0: and 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 it, it, it is very meta dependent, which is why, um, I've built my deck to be a mix of self reliance and also reliance on my opponents milling, milling cards, discarding cards, or even killing things. But you've made it more self reliant instead.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I, it's more of a I'm gonna do my thing and your stuff's gonna die basically like uh, i'm gonna I, I don't have any there i don't have a lot of token producers though sadly i should have more like i could in i could insert a good color in the deck and it would be
0: it I would be absolutely long. disgusting
1: oh yeah it would be very <laughs> good. uh but you know just like scrapping what i have like i I run a lot of mirrors in the deck as mana rocks, just <laughs> because. Do you need? Turn... Won't need the mana. I need the mana, but I mean, I don't. I don't have the the real. Like, I don't have. I think I have a soul ring, but I don't have the arcancing it. I don't have the uh, uh, other I, like. I
0: I'm I'm looking at your list right now. It says you have an arcancing.
1: Oh yeah, maybe I just added one. <laughs> but before before that, like when it was the mill deck. It was just mirrors. Like, all my ramp was mirrors because when they mill or when they die, it triggers Conrad. Like, everything was triggering Conrad all the time, constantly. <laughs> it's it, it,
0: it really, like, you, again, the the emphasis on you breathe and everyone dies or just a lot of damage happens. It, 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 it's ridiculous. And then you have to remind people, which, all right, so if you look here, it says everyone's creatures when they die or when stuff enters the graveyard, but when my stuff leaves my graveyard, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and... and, and like,
1: uh, exiling your own graveyard is a win-con. it. is,
0: <laughs> you're like, all right, I don't have Lab Man, so I gotta do the next best thing, and you hope <laughs> you hope Sir Conrad doesn't get blown up immediately. <laughs> um, you, now, you did say that you don't have many token generators, but I do see uh, of the two instants that you have in this tech, uh, you have Rise of the Dreadmarn.
1: Yeah, it it never it never did the thing though.
0: <laughs> it didn't. No, but you can just you can foretell it and wait to to cast a board wipe yeah. and and cast it for one, and then and then you're back in business, you know. Yeah.
1: But hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Um. But what I meant is like consistently making tokens. Like, yeah. Uh, this does that. It does a token like, Rise of the Dreadmarn is, like, if it resolves, it's gonna make a bunch of tokens, but it's not, like, I'm always gonna have tokens around. Yeah, so it's, it's too, what I
0: it's too reliant on the board, and yeah. yeah, I can definitely see how that's not consistent. Um, one of, uh, one of my instants that I like playing, at least two of them, um, I have a, co- a foil copy of Grizzly Spectacle. It's a it's a 4-mana oh, kill spell where a destroy target non-artifact uh, non- creature Its controller, puts out many cards equal to that creature's power from the top of his or her library into into their graveyard. And, uh, I know this is a bad card, because it's a 4-mana instant speed kill spell, and I could literally be playing anything else. Um, but you kill someone's Galta or something? Like, whoo! Spicy.
1: <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: Um and my my other one uh i like i I like soul shatter from zendikar rising um each opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker with the highest uh mana value among creatures and planeswalkers they control most of the time it's going to be a creature and it's usually the problem one with hexproof at least i found um but moving on to our more very very proactive uh decks um Altar of the Brood, uh, one mana artifact that, uh, where is my copy of him? Uh, Altar of the Brood, whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent puts the top card of their library into their graveyard, and then the cycle starts anew. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it, it's very easy. Uh, too many uh, low-cost cards, I find, just trigger Sir Conrad, everyone gets scared, and then uh, you're... You're like, okay, so I'm probably dead, but it's fun, and that's what matters.
1: Oh yeah, and also Altar of Dementia is oh, it's a- it's so <laughs> good. You're like, all right, well it's a sack outlet
0: which everyone hates, and depending on the ridiculously big demons that we're going to end up playing, uh, even even some of the smaller stuff like. You know, maybe an Eradicator Valkyrie or even your copy of Grey Merchant of Asphodel which also could probably just end the game or um, just Massacre Worm or, Ma- oh. <laughs> oh. or Massacre Worm as if people weren't already being punished enough now you, you <laughs> like,
1: I, oh. Massacre Worm in, in Conrad is just people are going to take three for creature that died like it, the, because <laughs>
0: the clock is real <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's, oh man. I mean, I'm so glad that they ended up reprinting it.
1: Oh yeah, me it, too. It's still,
0: I mean, I feel as if as, as, as the game has moved on and, uh, I guess perhaps even the perception of how to play Commander, hyper-efficiency is necessary and, oh, you need to keep a low curve, and I'm like, yeah, but if I slam down a Massacre Worm, you're in oh, for yeah. a bad time.
1: <laughs> Indeed, you and,
0: are. And I mean, hey, people play Nykthos, Shrine of Nyx, and Nyx Lotus, and hey, there's a lot of black pips in, in, a, in a typical Sir Conrad deck. There are! Um,
1: <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm, I'm a personal fan of this particular card because it makes tokens as creatures leave your graveyard, which is the third part of Sir Conrad's first ability. Uh, I like playing Desecrated Tomb. Uh, it's a 3-mana artifact. It says whenever one or more creature cards leave your graveyard, create a 1-1 black bat creature token with flying. Um, I find... I don't know. It's an invasive body. It can block things with flying, and it's going to die.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't think about that. I thought about uh, putting Tormod in the deck, but I didn't Ooh. think about
0: it. Yeah. Tormod... Um... Where is my copy? Because I I did put uh, Tormod in my deck. Uh, Tormad, the Desecrator, one black and three generic for a four-two zombie wizard. Whenever one or more creature cards leave your graveyard, or one or sorry, one or more cards keyword cards uh, leave your graveyard, create a two-two black uh, zombie token zombie creature token tapped. Um, I think it's just kind of a neat backup if you're playing uh, not a mass reanimation spell. Like, maybe Living Death, uh, or. Hmm. Just. Because you want to be able to trigger Sir Conrad with just about anything. And his. The scaling is ridiculous if you kill, like, 20 creatures. Oh, yeah.
1: Um,
0: but. But. Um. Tormod doesn't care as much because you will can only do it one or more times. But I think that's. I don't know. I think it's a fine card. It makes you tokens. It. Uh. And you and you want to have creature tokens out ready to blow up again.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, well, two (laughs) kills all the time.
0: (laughs) Uh, if anyone hasn't gotten the message yet, uh, you play a card and Sir Conrad does some crazy shit. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) Basically. (laughs) um, one of one of the other artifacts I like mentioning is Crucible Worlds. If you do end up going through a self. Mill strategy, um, nothing feels bad like missing your land drops, so you kind of gotta make up, make up for oh, it. Oh
1: yeah, because yeah, mostly when you're milling yourself, this is this is the worst thing. Like you, you mill yourself and then you mill your lands, and you miss your land drops. Like okay, this game is not going well. <laughs> I'm stuck not at, at I'm stuck at five mana,
0: and I can't get any higher. Essentially, yeah. Um. Exactly. Uh. What one of the l- other two spells I kind of want to mention before moving on. Um. I'm a fan, and I've taken it out, and I'm questioning putting it back in. I like Keening Stone, in, in Sir Conrad. Um. It's a six mana artifact with five tap. Target player puts the top X cards of their library into their graveyard, where X is the number of cards in that player's graveyard.
1: Oh yeah, I wanted to add it in line for a while, but it's just so cost it's,
0: it's it's so it eleven mana, like you won't be able unless you're crazy. Unless for some reason you have absolute crazy town mana. Uh paying paying eleven, to yeah, it's not gonna yeah. happen.
1: I wanna I, think- I, I
0: wanna live the dream though.
1: Oh yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, and I And I, I I don't know if you still run Illusionist Bracers.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, so I found it was. I
1: don't
0: think it it's not good. En- I don't think it's good enough. Yeah. Um. A. a th- I
1: wish though. I wish though there was
0: something that could double. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it's like it, it. It's so you're already putting so much mana into an Illusion Spracers, which doubles uh, activated abilities, and it's like okay, well now you mill two. You mill everyone for two, which yeah you're doubling you're doubling the value but it it, i I find it it pales in comparison to just simply playing creatures blowing up the board which you should be doing anyway it's it's not as satisfying um so so moving on kind of more to our 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 list of sorcery cards uh living death uh pretty pretty self-explanatory it's three and two black that for each player exiles all creature cards from their graveyard. So, Sir Conrad triggers for X many times for your own graveyard. Oh, yeah. And then everyone sacrifices all creatures they controlled and puts all cards that were exiled from the graveyard onto the battlefield. People... someone should die when you cast this card. Mm, yes. It's, it's an effective board wipe. If people aren't playing creature-heavy decks or other uh, graveyard strategies, You're coming out on top, and Sir Conrad is going hand sandwich. (laughs) Essentially, Um, I I I grab this card from uh, Commander Legends. It's Necrotic Hex. Uh, It's a it's six in a black. That's a sorcery. Each player sacrifices six creatures. You create six tapped (laughs) two two zombie black creature tokens. Oh yeah. I forgot that existed. a little a little expensive, <laughs> but I find it's pretty valuable cuz it gets around hexproof and I find outside of the token player which obviously other spells would would be much better for it. Uh, having people sacrifice their their hexproof indestructible creatures that you can't really interact with, uh, it's it's a incredibly powerful effect and I think this is kind of one of those one of those pseudo board wipes that really Really, oh, yeah. just a
1: creature is like, is it is a good way to get rid of some something that you don't want, like an Avicen on the table, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, Ab- yeah, Avicen, Angel of Hope. Oh, yeah, get that thing out of here. Oh, yeah, and and oh,
1: yeah. and this is,
0: I, I and and then that kind of goes to the fact that like, this is Black's answer for for. If you can't kill it, which is pretty much what black does, you just make people sacrifice things, and eventually it'll work out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I play uh, a copy of Command the Dreadhorde. Um, where it's uh, four and two black where you choose any number of target creature cards or planeswalkers or, and or planeswalker cards in graveyards. Command the Dreadhorde deals damage to you equal to the total mana value of those cards, put them onto the battlefield under your control. Just do your own stuff. Put back Gary out into play. Mm. <laughs> Hit everyone with Sir Conrad. Gary takes all the pip, black pips of your cards into consideration and you pretty much win the game.
1: Oh yeah, pretty much. That's a, that's a good card as well. I've considered it but I... Uh, there's just so many cards you can put in, in Conrad. I, like... It, even dread even summons. small
0: even small spells is like
1: whew. oh yeah like even dread summons is a good card as well in in Conrad I I used to run it in the early beginning of the deck then I removed it because I I kept milling it and it was oh yeah real way of like turning it back to my hand and casting it but it's like the the one time that I that I cast the this spell it was it was dropped like
0: oh the 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 scaling X value and milling everyone that many cards you're oh, yeah. you're advancing your own strategy you might hit some creatures of your opponents if they're also not playing uh graveyard themed reanimation decks you're probably getting rid of some of their best creatures
1: oh yeah
0: it's uh dread summons really good magic card i I definitely consider playing more of it um. I, I play quite a few uh, reanimation uh, spells. I like I like victimize. Um, <laughs> choose two target creature cards to graveyard. Sacrifice a creature. If you do, return the chosen cards to the battlefield tapped. So you kill a creature and then you bring two back out of your graveyard, and they probably also do some crazy ETB effects or just <laughs> arbitrarily kill something. It's it's a it's a an incredibly effective reanimation spell that works in this deck. Um what so I'm talking a lot about some of the cards that we you and I will share. What are some of the cards that you feel is is pretty unique in your build of the deck? Um
1: let me just pop my list here. I run Well, I run a package of Snowlands in the deck for uh, blood on the blood on the snow, uh, which is basically um, necromantic selection, but better in my opinion, because um, like necromantic selection, it's a board wipe. I think it's five and two black.
0: I believe so. Yeah.
1: I believe so, and you can you wipe the board, and you can return a creature. Uh, destroyed this way onto the battlefield on your control, and it's a black zombie in addition to its other types. Uh, so, Blood on the Snow, it's uh, a, source, a snow sorcery actually. You destroy all creatures or destroy all planeswalkers, so I like the versatility. And you can return a creature or planeswalker that with conversion mana cost X or less, where X is uh, the amount of snow spent to cast the spell. And it's from your graveyard to the battlefield, so it's a way of wiping the board and returning Sir Conrad on the battlefield, so he can see. Like you don't have to spend the extra mana of casting Sir Conrad from the command zone again. Actually, because... you're right. Yeah, because it's in the
0: graveyard and and valid as a target.
1: Yeah, yeah, because of the errata for uh, from uh, from the commander, uh, and also uh, I also run Dead of Winter, which is. Uh, all non-snow creature gets minus x minus x until the end of turn, where x is the number of snow permanents you control. And it's a three; it's three minutes, two, and one black. So it's a pretty good wipe that doesn't cost a lot of mana. And it doesn't and cost a lot of
0: money either.
1: Either. So it's it's really good. It's uh, it's super uh, it's super efficient. And uh, since we're not running that many like um, targeted. Destroy uh, like target destroy or target exile. In the deck, we want to like wipe the table clean uh, as often as possible and the most efficiently way. The more the most efficient way possible, because you want to get those Conrad triggers, you know. At, at all
0: day, every day.
1: All day, every day. <laughs> um. Other than that, something maybe more.
0: I mean um, I guess I guess the Dead of Winter I just realized is a budget option for toxic deluge. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You don't have to spend uh, life,
0: it's all good to go.
1: Yeah, and you just need to run to run uh, the Snowlands, which is nice. And they're pretty cute the Snowlands that they did in Caldine, in so
0: Oh they're fantastic.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, other than that, what is maybe more I don't I don't really know. I know that you run more demons. That which is very nice. That
0: is true. Um uh-huh. yeah, there's there's quite a few. I mean, uh I I don't have the Demon of Catastrophe Catastrophes anymore even though I absolutely adore it as just simply a giant flying trampling beater. Um, oh yeah. Archfiend of Def- Depravity, you and I both
1: uh, Oh yeah.
0: run it's this. Started. It's uh, three and two black for a 5-4 flying demon and the beginning of each opponent's end step that player chooses up to two creatures they control then sacrifices the rest uh, again sacrificing, making your, forcing your opponents to sacrifice stuff is uh, 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 absurdly powerful and, and Archmedia Depravity, at least in my meta where a lot of people play a lot of creatures this, if they can't kill it uh, they're in for a bad time
1: what I like is that it gets around indestructible. Uh, it gets around hexproof or shroud. You know, if if uh, if they like have a bunch of big creatures and they want to do the very best, like it gets around all the others that are threatening or uh, maybe like good but not the best. But still, like they have to sacrifice and they have to keep two. So it 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 really like changed also the pace of the game. Uh, you become the threat though. The you have well, that on the table. You become oh, the threat. You make oh sure boy!
0: You <laughs> oh boy, are we?
1: You got to make sure that you win, or that you sacrifice that dude as quickly as possible once once it's done. <laughs> but but Kelly, I want to dirtle
0: and just mill and I I want to mill people and kind of damage them here and there and maybe I don't kill anyone, but I'm sure having fun along the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, the good thing with all the, the reanimation that you have and that you should run in, in Sir Conrad is that you sack the dude, bring it back, sack <laughs> him, yes. bring it back. <laughs> oh, he,
0: oh, you killed, you killed my Archfiend of Depravity? He's back. He's back oh, yeah. again.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man.
0: It, it, and the fact that it's an asymmetrical effect where you don't have to sacrifice stuff, it's oh. like, oh, I get to keep my army of zombies and demons and. This creepy night dude, who I who totally is calling a, a holding a ghoul caller's bell like, it's a bad time for everyone. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I I see I see your copy, uh, of Dire Fleet Ravager, <laughs> which we we talked about before the podcast started. But just <sighs> having people lose a third of their life, uh, out of out, like out of the gate, which. Um, if my math, if my math is right, I think it was like, it, from the start, if no one's lost life, I think it's like tw- they go to 27. Probably. I, I think, I, I might have to double check. It's been a while since I personally cast this, but immediately he, it's picked up the work that Sir Conrad would need to like, to even get to that point that early, like five mana, boom, Okay now you have to deal with this menace death touch creature i might bring him back later which maybe it's not as effective later on because it only cuts a third and you you do you might end up hurting yourself more
1: yeah but i mean it's it's for funsies (laughs) it's all it's all
0: in the name it's all in the name of fun guys trust me but i'm nearly dead it's all in the name of fun all right
1: (laughs) i'm playing this super guy. fun
0: i'm playing super fun cards it's just yeah yeah it's it's a good time Well,
1: you, you know what the best scenario would be that you have 10 mana and you cast your dire fleet ravager and then you cast <laughs> your gray merchant of Ashvadel. and <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way did we did you know that gary aka gray merchant of ashfadell is a really good magic card who'd have thought ah. who'd have thought
1: Oh my God! I didn't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't run it. I don't. I. It's not in the deck. What? The deck.
0: No. No way. <laughs> I don't. I don't reanimate it, and then, yeah. <laughs> Guys, listen. I know what you're thinking. We're you. We sound like power hungry magic players who just want to beat everyone. And you're right, to a degree. But also, have you seen Sir Conrad? <laughs> just, <laughs> this card is nuts it's absolutely insane oh yeah i feel so okay. bad i feel so bad for the other the other uncommon knights because they just pale in comparison to what this thing can do
1: oh yeah and well the red one is okay it's all right I <laughs> it's it's okay but the the others are i'm sad
0: <laughs> <laughs> um i know uh uh, I, on, on, the, on the second episode talking about uh, Quende Pride of femref I was talking with Peter aka Mono White Border and in the decks that we were talking about um, he made a Night Tribal Quende deck and I made mine just simply as many first strike creatures as I could manage the thing is the white uh, the white card actually made the cut because he had first strike that uh uh sir alien the lion's claw who is is the same uh the same mana value as sir conrad it's three and two white it's a four four with first strike And whenever sir alien the lion's claw attacks other creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn it's not great but in 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 a in a quarter case it it does okay It does all right
1: it's just—it's just so expensive <laughs> for what it does. Yeah,
0: it doesn't even have haste. It
1: well it's I mean, until the end of turn.
0: Yeah, it's you're granted in in that in that deck in that episode we talked about. Well, if you're going to be playing anthems, you'd probably rather play an anthem that permanently sticks around, compared yeah. to a temporary pump that's not as effective.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean white anthems there are tons oh, of them. Oh, I mean. Cheap.
0: You want honor of the Pure and 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 glorious anthem and the, a few that that synergize in there, but yeah. If if you look at the rest, I've on a tangent. There was um, <laughs> there was uh, oh boy, Sir uh, Farron uh, That where someone wanted to make a mono green deck that eventually became a uh, a gruel deck using uh what's her name bear claw she was from the commander tuya tuya bear claw um but the, both of them kind of do pretty similar things in in tuya's case it's whenever she attacks it gets plus x plus x down to turn where x is the greatest power among creatures you control sir farin who's just simply a double green 2-2 two, two, whenever surfaren attacks another target attacking creature gets plus x until it turn which is uh where x is Surferon's power it's like i respect you trying to make a deck out of this card or even Tuya. and it 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 can work but oh man it is so bad
1: it's, there's just so many hoops like i i love like having hoops like yeah. to work around i like building decks around commanders that are not powerhouses out of the gate but this
0: is too much this is i feel i feel like this is a this is like an old spice commercial where it's like look at your man now back at me look at your man now back at me i'm sir conrad (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like get get your get your plebeian card out of my face i'm the only one you need from this set and you like playing mono black, so listen. This this is just going to work, all right? And it works. It really it oh, yeah. it works. weight it works way too well. And there's
1: so many ways of building him as well. Like so many ways. This is probably what I like most of. Not even like just Sark and Rad, but other uncommon commanders. There's just so many ways to build them differently. That is still super good, that like, you don't have to go with, like, it's the strong commander, this is a strong way of building it, and this is how it's gonna go. And that's how it's gonna be, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I really like, like, just like Captain Ripley Vance, like, uh, I've had, I've talked about a lot of, like, about it with a lot of people, and everybody built it differently, and this is so cool. This is what I, I think should be, like, when you when you build decks, when you, like, do
0: Yeah. It. Uh, uh, to anyone who watched the last episode where I talked to my buddy Phil about uh, Rutha Mercurial Artist, within the first few minutes of the episode, uh, I asked him, "I'm like, how'd you, why'd you build her?" Like, it, he opened uh, Galazeth Prismari, I think, in the same booster box or, or whatever, and it was like, "Why Rutha? And he's like, "Well, I opened it, and 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 that and that was it, right? Like, that's all. That's all you really need. It's like." Yeah, if you open, I mean, if you can afford, if you can afford a pack of Modern Horizons two, <laughs> if you and you open up a, a Captain Ripley Vance, it's like, yeah, I would want to make a, a, a crazy deck out of this that you have to you do have to really work hard for, but it ends up being like a really powerful effect.
1: Oh yeah, and uh, everybody's like, when I talk about her, people are like, oh yeah, okay, this is a this is a jank deck, and I'm like. No. <laughs> no. Hey, check this
0: out. <laughs> See, at least, and and this is the difference. Like when we discuss Sir Conrad's power, in that he could have easily been a rare or mythic card in in the oh, draft yeah. environment. Like his, granted, you take him in the box that is Eldraine limited, whether it's draft or uh, or a pre-release. In a vacuum, he's not very strong. But you take him out of that limited environment, and you place him at the helm of your commander deck. Uh, amongst, oh man, like we've been listing old cards, we've been listing new cards. Literally anything just makes him work. It's like clockwork. Oh yeah, it's absurd. The power is through the roof. Um,
1: it, he's just so good. Gosh darn. That's yeah, just why. It's a good why play
0: anything else? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, what a, I, I feel like I noticed you have a uh, smothering abomination, uh, yeah, which ties into your your sort of self sacrifice uh, theme, and also it it's able to draw you cards, which oh yeah. Oh man, uh, <laughs> building this deck the first time and then realizing how much card advantage was needed to not just like bin every good spell in your deck. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking one of the one of the things that would probably make the deck a little bit better is having a copy of Sensei's Divining Top, but oh, yeah. but who can afford that?
1: Or Bolas Citadel, but Bo-
0: Ooh, I mean, yeah.
1: Bola Citadel used to be in the deck, but then I, I, I built other black decks, and my Bolas Citadel went into the other good black decks. But it could be also a uh, uh, cheaper. Replacement for a Sunday's divining top. Like to just be able to look at your top card and decide if you want to mill it or not would be, would be good. And also like sacrificing your stuff to the the citadel to have people. I think I'm gonna break it back. Yeah. I, what it, it's just <laughs> because like. you sacrifice your creatures to the citadel to the, the citadel? Yeah. The life, <laughs> and then you oh. have your Zork-Ondrad trigger. Oh
0: man, <laughs> I've I've personally avoided playing the citadel um there i think it was in one deck and uh i might have to take a look at it later but i think it's either in my extus deck or it's in my ephemia the cacophony deck. And <laughs> it's like well you sacrifice permanence so you sacrifice your enchantments you sacrifice your zombie tokens and then everyone's like oh oh no what <laughs> Uh, Bolas' Citadel was broken, and so oh. it's. Alright, so, Sir Conrad, full stop, broken, busted. Play a card, busted. Mill a card, busted. Just... Oh, yeah. Every. Considering I find, despite what maybe some people say, that Commander in itself, when you're playing with four players, creatures really do make or break the format. And if you're not playing creatures, you're leaving yourself wide open. But if you're playing too many creatures, you're not really kind of getting the the best of instants and sorceries and enchantments and artifacts. So people are probably going to be playing like twenty twenty plus creatures, which makes even even depending on your meta, Sir Conrad just is too effective.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's such a powerhouse, Jesus.
0: Um. <laughs> um one of the another card i i've i've had i have in my deck i think it's pretty strong it's just a pretty strong card in general uh whip of Erebos from uh the original theros block give it creatures you control of lifelink sir conrad the grim deals damage with his ability so if excuse me if you're if you oh my god (laughs) um if you are paying a bunch of life into your effects um which you will, you will be. Um, you want to get, be able to gain it back, and putting a whip of Erebus out or uh, a basilisk collar and equipping it to Sir Conrad uh, just really puts the distance of like totals between you and your opponents, and it can. It I, I think it can pretty much make you untouchable outside of of uh, commander damage. Pretty much. It's it's yeah. pretty pretty ridiculous um oh man um i mean at this point honestly what more can we say about sir conrad i mean i think i think we've talked everyone's ears off about this just 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 do it just build it just just Just, take a look just... (laughs) just like all right if sir conrad was reprinted in um oh man what was the last uh, Commander set. What was this one? Um, oh, I don't. I don't even know. Uh, there's, there's, there's too many sets recently. Sir, sir. He was reprinted, and he's really affordable. He's under a dollar. Um, just kind of look through your collection. Kind of look. Be like, oh, hey, this mills cards. This kills things. Slap it together. You probably got like a really decent. Uh, commander deck out of at like day 1 put it put it together throw it on a table throw a dart at the wall see what happens <laughs> pretty much
1: oh yeah well he he's been reprinted uh recently right yeah I think it, it was included into the anna one deck
0: oh that and was it that was the mill deck oh man how did i not I skipped the Zendikar ones, but, like, yeah. Like, duh. I'm gonna duh. mill you a bunch of times, and then Sir Conrad Rose and then I play Ana and just, oh, yeah. It's it's brutal. Oh yeah. As part, oh, yeah. As part, it's more sneaky as part of the 99. But I would say, as a commander, if if no one knows the power of the dark side, <laughs> they won't see it coming, and you'll be laughing until everyone catches on to your plans and you lose the game. <laughs> um but hey I think I th- I think that's it. We could we could go we could go on I think for another hour oh, of
1: yeah. of talking
0: about Sir Conrad the Grim. Uh
1: indeed. Kelly, thank you for joining. That's a pleasure. Um always a pleasure. Where
0: where can people find you on social media?
1: Um so if you're interested in mono black op- opinions and Decks and <laughs> crazy stuff. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at abfjones1. Uh, also, you can follow the channel EDH uh, Neo Royal House of Pricy Cardboard. We make uh, excellent uh, gameplay videos that are bite-sized, uh, well-edited, and commented. Um, you can also follow um, Neo or Phil uh, on Twitter at EDH Neo Royal and that's that's pretty much it. You can have uh, pretty much uh, uh, everything there. And oh, we're also on Instagram. Oh, at hey, ADA there you go. Newer royal, As well. I keep forgetting about this uh, <laughs> about this platform, but
0: yeah. EDH uh, uh,
1: <laughs> underscore Newer royal, and you're going to find us there as well.
0: And hey, it's 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 uh, born and raised in Canada.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are. Oh, man. Anyway, everyone thank you for listening and I'll hope to see you next time.